This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by Profitability Movement. Google Profitability-Movement to join this community of business owners focused on building profit, increasing wealth, and giving back. Thank you for joining us. Here is how we will help your business and you today. I've been sharing ideas to help your business and you in 2022. Implement a few of them and you will probably see increased sales and increased profitability. Today, I'll cover some of the best marketing and advertising activities you might want to take advantage of in 2022. Some of these are probably not what you think I'm going to be talking about. I'm not talking necessarily about the best radio ad or the best TV ad or the best billboards or, you know, something along those lines. I'm looking at things that you can do that don't cost you an arm and a leg and really might change the way that you look at marketing and advertising. So first, I want you to imagine a archery bullseye type board. We have the bullseye, and then we have the ring out, and the ring out from that, and the ring out from that. So the bullseye is where we want to hit. And the bullseye really and truly from a marketing and advertising perspective is our client base. They're our maintenance customers. There are people who are loyal to us and we are loyal to them. So that is the bullseye. That's the target that we want to hit all of the time whenever we can with our marketing and advertising. The next ring out is our customer base. And these are people who have bought from us. They're not necessarily clients. They don't own a maintenance agreement. So there's not necessarily trust between you and them, but they've bought from you. There's no loyalty and they might just you know, go to somebody else the next time. You were okay. There was nothing wrong with what you did. The equipment's working fine or whatever service you provided solved their problem, but it was just okay. They didn't want to enroll in your maintenance plan or anything along those lines. So we have our bullseye and we have our next ring out, which are customers. And I define that ring, actually, I divide it in two. I divide it into active customers who are people who've done business with you in the past 18 months and inactive customers who have not done business with you in 19 months to, I'm saying three years these days. I used to say five years, but there's so much out there. You know, People are just bombarded with information right now. If they haven't done business with you in three years, the likelihood is somebody else has sent them information and asked them to try them, whatever. Um, So I look at an inactive customer now somewhere between 19 months and three years. So that's your customer ring. Outside the customer ring is your basically prospect ring. It's probably the best way I would describe it. These are people who you've talked to. You might have sent them marketing information before. They might have asked for a proposal and you might have given them a proposal, but they have not bought yet. Okay. The ring outside of that is suspects. Yeah, I know who that company is. Yeah, maybe one day I'll call them, but there is absolutely no one sent them for them to do it. And they really and truly don't care. And the final ring outside in the white part of this bullseye target is the general population. 
These are people who might or might not be able to use your company. They might be in an area that is a three-hour travel time for you, and there's no way you're going to serve them. Yet the TV ads and the TV shows and the radio actually hit the general population. They might be in an apartment or they might have no disposable income, you know, but these are people who could or could not at some point use your services. So if we take this bullseye target, the bullseye itself is our clients. Outside of our clients, the next ring out is customers. And the ring out after that is prospects, then suspects. Then the white is the general population. So the best things you can do is to talk with your clients, your bullseye people. But if you start with TV and radio campaigns, they hit the general population. And these are people who may or may not be able to use your company's services. I mean, I live in Atlanta, all right? The radio, big radio station in Atlanta go from Chattanooga, which is two hours north of Atlanta, all the way down to Valdosta, which is four hours south of Atlanta. I'm talking about driving distances, not flying. There's no way that somebody in Chattanooga is going to call me because I'm too far or somebody in Valdosta. So why would you advertise and waste some of your advertising money in areas which could never, ever use your services? I mean, unless they wanted to pay huge service calls. (laughs) Somebody might. I mean, I'm waiting for somebody to say, yeah, well, this happened to me. I can also win the lottery is the way I look at it. So just look at it from that perspective. We want to talk to our customers, our clients first, our maintenance agreement customers, and then our customers turn our prospects into customers, into clients. So we want to go down the bullseye. So the very first thing I would like you to do when you click off this podcast and the podcast is over, I want you to run a report of your inactive customers. These are, again, are people who are using your company from 19 months to three years. Okay, so the first thing I want you to do in 2022 is to reactivate your inactive customers. These people have already bought from you. They know who you are. Give them a reason to come back. And if you're like most contractors, you haven't talked to them. You're out chasing the new customer rather than keeping in touch with their existing customers and asking for referrals that way and giving them reasons to buy from you again. You forget your existing customers. It's crazy. You don't keep your customers, then chase new ones once you've done that. So number one is to reactivate your inactive customers. So go print out a list and go call some of them. Don't be surprised if you get, oh, I thought you guys went out of business, haven't heard from you in a really long time, and I started using XYZ company. You gotta talk to your customers, all right? So After the break, I'm going to give you more easy things to do that can help you generate revenue without spending an arm and a leg on advertising and marketing. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. If you want all of your employees to do the things the way you want them to, 
you have to have clear procedures they can follow. Hate writing? Prefer to be doing things that generate revenue for your company? Then invest in one of my proven operations manuals, best practices that I've developed over 35 plus years to increase revenues and profits, and of course, build wealth. There are manuals for small companies with less than $750,000 in revenue and larger residential, commercial, and plumbing companies. There are also manuals for service managers, dispatchers, and installation managers. As Jim Maltman, owner of Four Seasons in Kingsville, Texas said, everything is in the manual. Now, whenever anyone asks me how to do something, I just point to the manual. It is dog-eared and tabbed. And Ricky Martin, owner of Martin Heating and Air said, I purchased your operations manual last year and have seen a significant difference in our operations since then. Don't waste your time trying to write a manual. Use my proven procedures. Go to www.hvacchannel.tv or call us at 770-729-0258 for the details on each manual. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. Before the before the break, I begged you, asked you, whatever terminology you'd like to use, to print out your list of inactive customers. These are customers who've used you in the past, but 19 months to three years ago. Give them a reason to come back. Send them a postcard with a, a graphic maybe on it where a guy's you know, slipping on a banana peel or almost stepping on a banana peel. And, you know, did we, did we make a mistake? You know, did we do something wrong? Or we haven't heard from you and we're sorry we haven't communicated with you in X period of time. We would like to have you back and give them some offer or some way to do it. And if you're brave enough, call them. Don't be surprised if you hear, I thought you went out of business. All right. So enough with reactivating inactive customers. The second thing to do is to renew your expired maintenance agreements. I know all the time I can print out a list of expired maintenance agreements over the past two years that you've forgotten to call them. You sent them one notice. You sent them a second. You might have called them and you forget about it. You go on to chasing the next shiny penny and the next new customer, rather than taking care of the customers that you have. All right, so how do we get our expired maintenance customers back? The best way to do it, from my perspective, is to make a phone call. And the phone call is, Mrs. Jones, we're concerned about you. It's not, hi, my name is Ruth King. I'm with ABC Heating and Air or ABC Plumbing, because they will go click because they don't necessarily remember you, all right? So if you make the phone call and you start with, hi, Mrs. Jones, we're really concerned about you. And they're gonna go, who in the world is this? This is Ruth King with ABC whatever. And we noticed that uh, your maintenance agreement has expired and we wanna make sure that you are safe in your house. You pay the least possible utility bills you know, whatever you want the major benefit to be, all right? They will listen as a general rule. And most of the time they have forgotten because you haven't talked to them and it's been a couple of months. Um, you can do it that way. That way works really, really well. The other way is to call them on the phone and say, Mrs. Jones, it's time for your prepaid 
or not prepaid at that point. They owe you. Sorry about that. Mrs. Jones, it's time for your next maintenance visit, your heating maintenance, your cooling maintenance. You know, right now it's heating maintenance. We have slots in our schedule on such and such a date and such and such a date. Call us and we can schedule you to make sure that you have a fall safety check for heating for carbon monoxide, you know, pay the least amount of utility bills, whatever, or making sure that your water heater is in the tip-top shape, you know, whatever your major benefit is. For electrical and, and electrical commercial, it's, you know, it's getting dark outside. Are all of your lights on in your parking lot? That's how you get them electrically. It's a benefit to them. They don't want somebody in the dark because the light's not on, slipping and falling. That's one of those things that could cause a lawsuit. Not exactly what you want to have happen. All right. So depending upon whether you're plumbing, electrical, generator, heating and air, whatever, you're going to have a major benefit that happens as a result of doing your maintenance. So not only print out your list of inactive customers, print out your list of expired maintenance customers. Call them. Get them back. Okay, next thing, referral marketing. This is another thing that a lot of contractors forget about. Yes, people call on the phone and say, hey, I was referred by my neighbor, Mrs. Smith. That's passive referrals. We can also very gently do what I call active referrals. And here's my favorite one. I don't care whether you're installing a generator, a new heating and air conditioning system, commercial rooftop unit, whatever. Your customer has spent thousands of dollars with you. No human that I know of spends thousands of dollars and tells no one. We're social beings. We talk. We spend money. We talk. We just do. We talk to our fellow coworkers. We might talk to our neighbors, you know, in the office complex or our neighbors at home. Uh, we go to association meetings. We go to church, you know, friends, whatever, our parents. We talk to somebody when we spend money. So instead of saying, who do you know that might be interested in something like a new generator? And they look at you like a deer in the headlight. Oh, they don't know because you haven't prompted them with a good question. So here's the question to prompt them with. First of all, make sure that their system is operating properly and, and, they're, and it's, they're happy with what you did. By the way, who have you talked to about your new generator or your new heating and air system or your new whatever? And be quiet. They have talked to somebody and then they'll start thinking about the conversations that are going around in their head. And not always, but a lot of times people will say, you know, when I was talking to Susie, she said that she might be interested in a new system because hers hasn't been working well. Well, do you mind if I give Susie a call? Oh, no, give her a call. Can I get her contact information? Bingo. You've got a referral. All right. So it requires a phone call. And most salespeople won't take the time to do this. I don't know why, but they don't. So most of the time we assign an office person to do all the follow-ups 30 days later. 
And this person's responsibility and part of her job descriptions are to make all of the phone calls. And she gets a spiff and a lead fee for doing this, which is taken out of the salesperson's commission. Salesperson doesn't want to do it. Guess what? Somebody else is doing it and they get to pay for it. So yeah, they're getting another sale. <laughs> yes, it's something that they could have done, but somebody else did for them. So guess what? They get to pay a little piece for it. And I want to leave you with whatever you decide to do. Start with your client base, your bullseye. What are you going to do for them first? Then what are you going to do for your active customers? What are you going to do for your inactive customers? And whatever the dollar amount is, or you decide you're in an area that you can do an advertising campaign because it's targeted. It might be a, a local newspaper that everybody reads. It might be a, an ad on cable TV that only goes to a specific area. But anyway, let's say the amount that you're going to spend is $10,000. And the gross margin of your company is 40%. You have to generate 10000 divided by 40% or $250 for whatever that advertising is to pay for itself. And you look at it, can I generate $25,000 for doing X? The answer is yes, you do it. If the answer is, is I'm not sure, you have a decision to make. If the answer is no, absolutely you don't do it. So the rule is you take your advertising expense or your marketing expense or your direct mail expense or whatever expense it is and divide by your gross margin. That is the break-even amount that marketing activity or that advertisement has to generate for it to pay for itself. It's black and white. Will it do it or did it do it? Yes or no. You'll be able to tell when you track the numbers. So reactivate your inactive customers, renew your expired maintenance agreements, do your referral marketing, and figure out how much you have to generate for any activity that you are doing that you're going to spend money for, whether it's direct mail, radio, television, SEO, whatever. Figure out what you have to generate for it to pay for itself and does it. Thank you for joining us. Choose one thing you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money, too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.